By the way, if anyone wants, uh, I uh, I usually kind of like do little little snack food for the soul. You know, I, I do these little just little homilettes if you want to do if you want to say I eat sometimes in the mornings or record my homilies and I just notice like I myself need to feed my soul more than once a week. So if you're driving to work or if you want something to listen to to maybe focus your heart on the Lord. You can go to SoundCloud, just type SoundCloud on your phone and type Father Michael Voidhofer or just Father or Voidhofer, whatever. You'll find my name and you can listen to just something for your soul to keep you focused. I want to be a good father, you know? I want to feed my kids. So you got to feed, each, you got to feed your children. We got to receive more than just once a week. You know, if your kids ate once a week, think they're bad now, just think what they would be then. You know, like we got to eat, we got to eat. And so God wants to feed our souls. So as we listen to the scriptures today, how does God want to feed us? What does God want to do? What's he trying to feed us today in the word of God? Today we we have Exodus chapter 3. Our first reading was Exodus chapter 3. And I'd like to focus just a moment on one of the lines in that scripture. And the the first, in, in that, at the end of that scripture, it says here, what is his name? If they ask if the Israelites say, well, what is God's name? And God says, you're to tell them that I am who am. Then he added, this is what you shall tell them. I am sent you to me. I am sent me to you. Sorry. I am sent me to you. God saying his name is I am. And so what's God trying to teach us right there? Think about it. I am. Future tense, past tense, present tense. It's present. He didn't say, tell them I was sent me to you. Or tell them I will sent me to you. He said, tell them I am sent me to you. God is in the present. He's here now. He's not in the past. He's not in the future. God's in the eternal now. He's always present 100% here now. So how does this apply to our lives? You and I will never be allowed to be in the now if we don't let God love us. Those that aren't loved are always in the past. They're always in the future. Think of your kids. Children that don't let mom be mom and dad be dad aren't ever going to be in the now because mom and dad allow the kids to be kids. Mom and dad provide and allow the children to be children. So God's saying you and I need to give him permission to be our father, to be our God, to be our provider to be the giver of all that we need, to just be there for us. And then we could be in the now. We don't have to be preoccupied with the the past or the future. Now, right now, sitting in the pews, your body's here, but is your mind and heart here? Your mind and heart might be in the car already. And if that's the case, or maybe your mind and heart's on something that happened to you yesterday. If that's the case, you're not... In the now, you're not I am. You're not with the I am. You're not in the present tense. Life doesn't happen in the past tense or future tense. Life happens in the present. So if I'm not present, 
That's wasting time. If I'm not present, I can't be with the people that I love. I can't be with my spouse. I can't be with my kids. I can't be with my coworkers, family, and friends. I can't be with you if I'm not there. And I had an experience of this. Uh, this, this, this week I was visiting someone at the hospital. And, you know, I usually go to the hospital. I might anoint them, obviously pray with them, visit the rooms, and just go and visit different people in the hospital. But what I had happened to me in this hospital room is I was there and I was about to leave and God said, stay here. I just sensed that. I didn't hear an audible voice. But I sensed in my spirit, God saying, Michael, stay here. And so I, I just sat down in, in the room with, with uh, the, the people that were there. And what I realized is I got used to being bodily present in the room, but my heart and soul was already in the next hospital room. How many of us could relate to that, right? Where we're doing something with someone, but our mind and heart aren't really with that someone. Our mind and heart's already in the next thing we're supposed to do or we're going to do. And you can't love people like that. If you're not... They always used to say, Mother Teresa, the people that, you know, shared with, that have been, had conversations with her, they said, when you talk to Mother Teresa, it was like no one else was ever around. You were the only one there. Like no one else existed. You were the total focus of her energy and her heart. And so God's saying in this Exodus reading, tell them, I am sent me to you. I am, meaning God says, I want my children to be in the present, not in the past or the future. Because nothing can happen. The past can't serve you and I. It's gone. The future lies ahead and we know not. And if you plan too much, you plan God out of your lives. And you plan too much, to, right? The, the old saying, many of you have probably heard of it. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. So God is a God of the now. He's here now. And so where are you right now? Are you here right now? And because the Lord at that hospital room told me, Michael, stay here with me. Be here. Be here. There's nowhere else to be. If you're already in your car, you're already at home, you're already at the grocery store, you're already at this, you're already at that. That isn't happening right now. So you're really going to live in anxiety and you're going to always be conflicted within you because you're not present where you are. My body's here, so I might as well let my soul be here right now. And let's just enter into God's love for us. Let's enter into this prayer of the Holy Mass. Okay, so, so as, we, as we think about these things, now the next reflection I'd like you to think about is why are we afraid of the present moment? I was with the seventh graders this week talking to them in class and I was asking them questions. Why is it that the soup kitchen, the nursing homes, the shelters, aren't things on our radar screen of important things to do? I mean, most of the kids have visited these, these places. I, I had them raise their hands. And the majority of the 7th graders agreed that 
The reason we don't go to the nursing homes as much as maybe we should or the hospitals or the soup kitchens or the shelters, and they all said, it's hard to be with people when we see suffering. And I'd like you and I to think about that. Why do we run from the now, the present? Because we want to plan all our sufferings away. And we want to make sure in the future that we avoid every possible suffering. So we, we live in the future and we're never in the present. Or we regret past things we've done and we're afraid it'll happen again. So we, again, go back to the future and plan again. The present is where you are, where I am. Where we, right now, here we are. And I'd like you to think about this week as you go through your week. Pay attention to, are you really present with the people you meet? With your husband, your wife, your kids, your family, your friends, your co-workers. Are you present? And pay attention how easily we flee the present to the future or past. How we flee quickly from the present moment. Pay attention to that. And pay attention to, why do I run from the present? I'm not saying we don't plan, but I'm not saying we plan so much that we totally miss what's in front of us. Because life doesn't happen in the future or in the past. It happens in the now. And the most precious thing we'll have is the people we meet and the people we love and the people we have in our lives. Those are the people we want to be with. Michael, be here. Not in the next hospital room. Not in the next task that I have to complete. Be here. If you're at Mass, you might as well be here. If you're going to sit in prayer in a chapel, be there. I am. So if I let God be with me, I can be with you. But if I don't let God be with me, I'm going to have a hard time being with you. Just like your children. Like I remember getting lost in the, in the uh, like in a t w Walmart or Target when I was a kid. I freaked out. I don't know if any of the kids here have been ever lost in a department store or the mall. It's not fun. And you're afraid. And so what I did, I ran to the, uh, you know the, 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 the doors in the back of the department stores that have the do not go in. Then you push them and the huge alarm goes off through the whole department store. That's what I did. I was afraid. I didn't know what to do. I wanted out. That's what we do. We're all like little kids and we, we want out. We're afraid of the present moment. We're afraid. Maybe someone, I'm not going to be found. I'm lost. I don't know what to do. So we, we panic. We go here. We go there. We go here. We go there. And we're not thinking. We're afraid. God's love, perfect love, casts out fear. So that you can live. God wants you and I to live. But we can't live if we don't live in the moment. And we can't live in the moment unless we know we're cared for. So I'd like you just again, this week, try this. Try to stay where you are. If you're in your car, be in your car. And again, it's challenging today, right? Because we have these great gadgets, but... We can be very much not present when we're driving, 
most are texting, we're driving, we're, we're not there. That's why there's accidents. That's why people get hurt, because we're not present. And so this is a good Lenten exercise this week. Try to be, be where you are and be with the people you're with. And be attentive to how quickly you want to run from being where you are. And then ask the question in your prayer time, why am I running from the present? What am I afraid of? Because there's something you're afraid of if you're not living in the now. Something we're afraid of if we're not living in the now. And if you want to never have peace, stay out of the present moment. If you live in the future and the past, you'll have anxiety all the time and stress, stress as much as stress as you want. If you want to have peace, stay in the present. And let God be your God. So as we continue Mass, I'd like you and I to lay on the altar the future and the past. God wants your future. He wants your past. Because He wants you to live and have life to the full. John 10.10 I came that you might have life and have it to the full.